Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas Studios. Back in my day, the NFL wasn't postponing games due to COVID outbreaks. Turf burger. Back then, the only thing that could stop an NFL game was your wife asking, can we watch something else? This is the press box. And you'd roll your eyes and she'd say, you've been watching football for eight hours. And you'd hem and you'd haw. And she'd say, now I'm taking the kids to my mother's. And just like that, you'd turn it off. Ed Grady. But it was too late. She was already gone. For good this time. There was nothing you could do to bring her back. Tyler Bischoff. And at that moment, you knew. You knew more than ever. You were ready for some football. On ESPN Las Vegas. Cardinals versus the Jets. Hey, it's a Monday, and the FDA says Pfizer's full approval. I don't know why. Led Only with Pfizer. Yeah, don't know why I led with that, but that's every every headline on my computer right now is saying the FDA has granted full approval Pfizer. Oh, we can go man. on from there, but that's the news of the morning. That and but Khalil the, Mack that Tyler's going to tell you about in a second. Pfizer, Khalil Mack. I'm going to say Pfizer's more important. Do you have to change that? Do you have to change your argument now? Like to like, well, only one of the vaccines yeah. are FDA approved. A lot of tweets are going to be deleted this morning. <laughs> Is it weird that I I got Pfizer and I assumed it was FDA approved seven months ago? Like, no. Now I'm thinking, what were they putting in my arm? Believe it or not, the polio vaccine wasn't FDA approved. Still. Uh, here we go. ESPN 1100, 100.9 FM. It's a Monday. It's Ed, Tyler, and Jared. Big news coming out of the Raiders. The first bite. Does John Gruden miss Khalil Mack? What do you think? Well, he never... Met him, right? So <laughs> he talked to his agent at one point. So Vic Tay from he The Athletic reported a story this morning that this offseason, prior to the Raiders signing Yannick Ngakwe, before that, they called the Chicago Bears and they asked Chicago, are you interested in trading Khalil Mack? The Bears had significant salary cap problems. Uh, they ended up cutting Kyle Fuller, who's an all-pro cornerback because of their salary cap issues. But before that, the Raiders said, hey, you guys got salary cap issues. Would you be interested in trading Khalil Mack? For just about any other player in the NFL, this would not be that newsworthy of a story. Hey, a team has cap issues. They have a good player who's making a lot of money, and the Raiders called to see if they'd be interested to trade for him. The Raiders should be doing that for pretty much any team that has any cap issues. Hey, we'll take one of your good players. What are you interested in doing? But because it's Khalil Mack that John Gruden apparently called and tried to trade back for is fascinating because in 2018, John Gruden traded away Khalil Mack, who was holding out at the time because he wanted a new contract, traded him away, got two first round picks and a third rounder, but also sent a second round pick to Chicago with Khalil Mack. And since then, the Bears have made the playoffs once, but haven't been that good. The Raiders have yet to make the playoffs. But now that the Raiders are apparently in playoff or bust mode, John Gruden wanted Khalil Mack back on his team. Well, a few things. Um, Given the uh, current state of the linebackers, I think they're calling on Khalil Mack again today and trying to get him because obviously they need a linebacker right now. Two, you and I both said before the show, look, and we knew this. We we hear from Mayock every year. We hear from Gruden, and that's fine. I mean, again, not a lot of teams are willing, especially if their call is hung up on quickly or turned down to say, hey, this is what we offered. Some would. But they're not going to tell us. So I think the most fascinating part of the story is what we said before the show is we'll never know. Unless it gets out, unless Gruden might tell someone off the record and gets out, what would Gruden have been willing to impar- you know, to give back to get Khalil Mack? I, 
I guess we can just sit here and guess. I, I don't know. I mean, he I gave mean, up. He gave up two ones. Two ones a, and, and a third is and what, a third is what got, they got back. Okay, all right. And there was also a second going that right. way. But so, I have to imagine, like Khalil Mack has hasn't been the his his like underlying quarterback pressure numbers and his PFF grades have still been excellent, but his sack totals have been down the last couple of years. But I, I mean, the conversation starts at a first round pick. Has to. I mean, it has to. Yeah. I mean, just three years ago, he went for two yeah. first rounders. So it has to start at a first round pick. So that would be my guess. Now, the part that I find interesting is that in 2018, the reason they traded Khalil Mack is because he was holding out and wasn't showing up. And the reason he was holding out is because he wanted a new contract and the Raiders weren't willing to give him the new contract right. that he wanted. So they weren't willing to pay him. They paid Derek Carr and Gabe Jackson. Right. They yeah. were not willing to pay him in 2018. They'd now be willing to pay his salary in 2021? Uh, I think the story said that he renegotiated he, he his contract to bring money down, so his cap hits 14 this year, but I think it jumps to 30. Right. And it, so yeah, it's, it's going to jump a back lot of, up That's eventually. a lot of money. You're right. still going to pay him a fortune. So I that that's the part that's interesting to me, is that the Raiders, when John Gruden took over, were not interested in paying Khalil Mack. But now they would be. Yeah, cap hit is fourteen point six this year. Next year, thirty million. Year after that, twenty eight. Year after that, twenty six. Does this? Uh, we know. Look, we know Littleton wasn't very good last year. Kwiatkowski, I thought was pretty good. Um, does this kind of define to you a little desperation on his part? Like, could you have not gone and tried to get someone where the cap hit wasn't as big? First of all, I'll say this, and and Vic wrote this in the story. I totally agree. I don't think Gruden cares what anyone thinks, and he probably shouldn't. His job is to run the organization, and he's going to fail or succeed on his own, and you know he shouldn't care what uh, myself or you or Jared or any fan or any media thinks. But I just thought when I saw that's who they went after giving the cap hit and who it was, I, I don't know if it was desperation. I guess I was surprised it was him they went after. Yeah, absolutely. I just That was weird. I, I, there were so many other guys out there that would have cost you less that could have upgraded your spot. I just, when I heard it to him, I'm like, that's who you called on? Yeah, it, because he is the one player that carries like a massive, you know, black eye to yeah. what John Gruden has done. And even though John and Gruden got- And a massive got, price tag. Yeah, even though John Gruden got the award for trading him away right. and getting a bunch of first round picks back. But that's the one trade where you look back at it and Khalil Mack was the best pass rusher mm -hmm. that the Raiders have had in years, like two decades, basically. And the John Gruden traded him away, and since he traded him away, they have not had good pass rushers. That like Max Crosby is the best pass rusher they've had. Like they have not had guys right. that can get to the quarterback every single year. We talk about they don't get enough pressure, they don't have enough sacks, their defense is not good enough. When they traded away the guy who's been one of the best in the league at doing that, and so yeah, to call on him. I mean, listen again. Any other player, it makes sense. The Bears have cap issues. They have a player that yeah. help your team, sure. and you call them up and say, hey. What, you know, would you be interested in trading for him? Any other player makes sense. Not even really that newsworthy of a story. Because, yeah, team called about a good player, of course. But sure, I'm sure they called about a lot. People call right. about a lot of players. But for it to be Khalil Mack, because the story would be great if John Gruden <sighs> traded back for Khalil Mack. Would Khalil Mack even want to play here? Like, he was not yes. happy about the way it ended. <laughs> He played in the Coliseum. I'm sure he'd like Allegiant Stadium a little more. He'd probably come <laughs> I don't to mean Vegas. here in Vegas. I mean for the Raiders. <laughs> oh, for the, and John yeah, for the Raiders. He didn't talk to John yeah. Gruden. Well, like we, <laughs> he, he didn't talk to him when John Gruden took over. We know the press conference would be interesting. Um, and also, he got, and I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but we, we said, uh, okay, so of the three picks, they got Josh Jacobs, very good player. 
and two that have completely either done nothing or underachieved, which is Damian Arnett and Brian uh, Brian Edwards. Yeah. Which have done nothing, really. I mean, well, one's completely underachieved. And the other guy was hurt and didn't do anything. They traded a top five pass rusher, and so far they've, they've got one player. A running back. Right. Who back. hasn't even been. I mean, last year he wasn't that good. He was bottom 10 in yards per carry, which it, you can argue if that's a good stat to right. use. But Josh Jacobs is not. Jacobs had good counting stats last year because he had yeah, thousand some of the most and, carries yeah. in the league. Mm-hmm. But Josh Jacobs, it's not like Josh Jacobs has been the reason they've won or lost games in the last two years. Neither. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not, he's a running back. It's right. why running back is considered the least valuable position because the impact they have, I mean, you saw it last year. Devontae Booker came in for a few games and Devontae Booker looked good as the backup running back. So, yeah, that's all they've got to show for the Cleo Mack trade. If Brian Edwards is great this year, then. Oh, yeah, got that's exactly. If Arnett to, bounces but, back, I mean, but they haven't done anything yet. Right. You're counting on a lot for. Yeah. Both of those guys to be good. One of those guys to be good, to be honest with you. So, yeah, Raiders apparently were interested in trading for Khalil Mack, and I kind of wish they had. Fascinating. I'd love to know. And, again, these guys do a pretty good job out there, all of those guys. So maybe someone gets it off the record and can source it, and we can find out what they – and here's the other thing I guess we need to ask. I mean, I would think the Bears would stay on the phone long enough to say, what are you talking about? You have to. So something – if this call was made, and I don't don't have any reason to doubt Vic's reporting – at some point, they told them, hey, what about this? Are we willing to do this? And I don't know how long the conversation lasted after that. So we know it was put out there. I'd love to know what it was. Yeah. That's the only thing that really fascinates me. Okay, they call, well, that they called on him, like we said, is interesting because it was him. But I really want to know, given what they got back for him the last time, what they would now give up yeah. to get him back. And you're right. If you're the Bears. Oh, you listen. You have to at least ask. Yeah. Okay. What it's Gruden. He might would... throw in like 10 other picks. <laughs> Who knows what he might do? <laughs> you have to ask because you're like, if John Gruden calls him up and says, hey, we want Khalil Mack. Okay. What do you want? Yeah, to what do you want to... yeah. And if John Gruden is like, well, I got four first rounders for you. Khalil Mack's gone. Yes. You're saying, okay, we, he's, he's a summer player, buying a home. But four first round, <laughs> we're getting more picks back than what we traded for him or yeah. gave up for him three years ago. Of course. But he's if gone. John Gruden says a one and a three or four, then it's like a... Right. Then you no. say, no. Right. Uh, we'll figure this out on our own and right. release Kyle Fuller instead. Yes. Right. <laughs> There's guys the we can cut. Andy Dalton, yes. <laughs> who's getting booed out of stadiums <laughs> now. Our QB1 has now been drained. So, <laughs> man, I wish it would have happened. They signed Yannick Ngakwe to be their pass-rushing answer. <laughs> it's been a much more interesting press conference than we've had recently out there. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be asked about it tomorrow. That answer will be two seconds, and they'll be on to the next question. No, we don't talk about that. No, we don't, talk, we don't talk about yeah. stuff like that. Unless, you know what would be great, though? If John Gruden is like, you know that never happened. If he like tries to dispute it or something, I'd enjoy that. If he tries to like maybe go after Vic a little bit and be we like, all look behind us, Vic's in yeah. the back room. What are you doing back there? <laughs> be like that. No, I don't know where you guys get your information <laughs> exactly. from. We never called about Khalil Mack. And I don't want to read any more stories about the red zone. We need to get better. The other part of this is just simply bringing back up the Khalil Mack trade into the news cycle. Because again, this and they happened, don't really need that. Right. This <laughs> happened months ago. This yeah. isn't like, oh, they called today. They called yesterday to ask yeah. about Klumak. This happened months ago. The trade did not happen, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But it just brings back in to the news cycle. Oh, Khalil Mack. Oh, yeah. You remember when the Raiders traded away their best player? Like, that's what's happened. And it, Johnny's too worried about playoffs or busts, all or nothing. Yeah. I mean, okay. The idea. Okay. I actually don't hate the idea where Gruden was coming from where, okay, he takes over this team 
and he blows up the roster and he's like, we're going to rebuild and be good fine. three or four years from now. Perfectly fine with that. And then three or four years down the road, say, okay, we're ready to contend. Well, I mean, it's his fourth year. We'll go get Khalil Mack back, right? right? That guy's great. Let's go get him back now. I don't hate that right. idea. The problem is, is they have whiffed on so many picks and so many free agents in the rebuilding process that they haven't really built anything. They right. built themselves into right. a 500 NFL team, which... I mean, in his fourth year, and this isn't the end all, but it's pretty. It's a pretty good gauge to start things. In his fourth year, in a seventeen-game season, the total seven and a half. So at least the perception of them is they will continue to be. Well, this year eight and nine because there's an extra game or nine eight or whatever they are, and that's in a fourth year. Now they could surprise everyone with twelve. I get that, but the perception is, and I think for good reason, they're a five hundred team. Yeah, which is what they are. Yeah, and that's. I mean. Guess it's better than what they were in, but in the fourth first year? year. But I mean, the year before Gruden took over, they they had they were six and ten, so they're not exactly. And then they were four and twelve. Now they've been right. five hundred. So they're not exactly much I mean, farther ahead than the six and ten. He's record. forty and forty in three years. Right. So that's what they've built up to, and they're not expected to be much better this year. I don't. Khalil Mack doesn't even. I mean, he may may, may give you a win. Maybe it's eight and a half. Oh yeah, I think it would help. Khalil but... Mack, but that's a lot for for a defensive yeah. end to give you a whole win. For a season, so yeah, it's it is what it is. They haven't done a good enough job in their rebuild. Coming up next, Lights FC, not impressive. My dog squash, absolutely impressive. The fans are awesome getting me out there, but they also have to realize, you know, Andy's a human being too. Andy's out there on the field right now. So I really just think it's kind of disrespectful to Andy, you know, them cheering, cheering my name out like that. They have to, you know, trust in coach to, you know, make sure he's making the right decisions, you know, just cheer Andy on. Like there's no, that's not helping Andy uh, play better than cheering my name. That's, that's not doing none of that. So my advice to them would be just cheer uh, for, for who's out there playing on the field. We're back to the press box with Grady and Bischoff, live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios. Justin Fields wants Bears fans to trust Matt Nagy. I wouldn't do it. Um, Go to LVSportsNetwork.com to vote for who is going to be on Raider Nation Radio. Find the Star is Born logo, and you'll be able to vote. We have... Seven contestants here. Voting's going to run through Monday, September 13th. They've all got their one-minute videos up. You can click on those, listen to them, and that will be who gets to be on the radio with Clay Baker on the morning tailgate on Raider Nation Radio. Uh, Right now, Matt G has a pretty substantial lead. James O is in second place. That's first and second right now in our competition. It's like that... uh... Reality show, my wife and daughter love The Bachelor. They never say last names. Jimmy oh, L. Yes, we do just, yeah. Marcus looking T. At it. We have Joe <laughs> M. Oh, my God. We need Clay Baker to get some roses. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Mary S. Oh, that'd be awesome yeah. if he gave the person a rose. So, yeah. Uh, LVSportsNetwork.com. A star is born. Just find that little uh, graphic and click on it, and you'll be able to vote on who you want to hear over on Raider Nation Radio. Now, more importantly. My dog Squash was in the Dog Olympics at the Lights FC game at halftime on Saturday, and it was spectacular, even though I got screwed. More importantly. You did or the dog did? We got screwed together. Absolutely. So to set this up for you, the little obstacle course, you had to, your dog had to go up some stairs and then jump down, and then there was like a little, you know, orange small tube they had to go through, and then there was the cone, the, 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 the sticks they yeah. got to yeah. weave in and out of. And then there's a long blue tube. I'm talking like 10, 15 feet long. 
right? Go like, through the tube. Right. Has to go through the tube. I believe three dogs actually went through the tube. Squash, my dog, was one of them. Okay. Now, the reason Squash went through is because I also crawled through the tube with my dog. Was that allowed? Who was going to stop me? Well, I mean, did they say the rules beforehand? There were no rules. Well, they set up a course. You think there might be. Olympics at us to have. Yeah, I think there's some rules. So, he crawled through it. I crawled through it with him to encourage him because it gets in there and you can't can't see either side. Right. Get a little scared. Don't know what's happening. But I guided him through. And then you come out the other end, and you've got more sticks to weave through. And then at the you end, you weren't doing the sticks and stuff. Oh, I had him. I had going between the sticks. No, oh, no. Yeah. Did you do the entire no, thing? No, no, no. I just, just was leading the... him through. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to the end, and it's a little hoop they got to jump through. He can't jump, so I picked him up and placed him through the hoop. Um, mm. But here's the thing: Squash was one of three dogs that completed every single obstacle. Other well, people, completed it with your guidance there at the end. Other people skipped them entirely. Not, not like none of the dogs actually jumped through the hoop at the end. Like a oh, couple of them. Okay, did. All right. but they, like we're just talking about. It's not like these were trained dogs. They no. didn't know to jump through the damn hoop. So most people just got to the end and sort of oh they just walked around it or whatever, right? But my dog, some of it with my assistance, yes, some of it you picked the thing up and put it through. But he completed every <laughs> single obstacle. But yet my dog did not win. A medal. Well, who who determined the medals? What determined the medals? The timing? So here's why it was rigged. There was no timing. Um, the winners, the, the dogs that finished first, second, and third were all therapy dogs with a group that came to the lights game together. So it was predetermined who was going to be on the medal stand before we even went out there. Okay. Did they have their therapy little jackets on like I bought on Amazon? Tyler, jackets Tyler on, has no. a problem with therapy dogs. <laughs> That's right. I actually met them all. Very nice dogs. But they didn't have their jackets on. No, they didn't. They they were just in, they were competing. You Are you telling me down. that I could have brought my Shih Tzu out with the therapy jacket I bought off Amazon so she can stay in hotels? Well, you could have. Yeah, your, your dog needed to qualify at a regionals yeah. in order to make okay. the team. Well, or, or I, I, pay already, off the owner. I already fully damaged my daughter and say if they say anything, say you have problems. <laughs> she goes, okay, Dad. <laughs> Well, how are we going to get the dog in the Marriott? I had to, I had to get the j- jacket off Amazon, and they're going to ask, "Hey, what, you know, is, is, is someone have issues?" I'm going to point to her and say, well, uh, "I think legally they're not allowed to ask." Oh, I didn't know that. No one. Okay, you're probably right because no one ever did. But yeah. we, you know, we were prepared. The grannies were prepared that if someone asked the daughter, we looked at her and said, uh, "You know, yeah, I got issues over here." I think, or I think legally they can. You don't have to answer. I think is the. Oh, okay. You just like well, yeah, good, to, good to know because I still have that blue think, jacket yeah. I can throw on that dog. I think that's that's one of the big problems is like people don't have to. They just say, "Yeah, it's a service dog." Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't have to tell you what's wrong with me. Okay, I have a I service dog. <laughs> Yeah, so it's fun. <laughs> that but I didn't totally damage her. Could have done that. But yes, Squash was phenomenal, unbelievable participant. <laughs> okay. Got robbed of a medal because it was rigged ahead of time. Unbelievable. But Squash, also very popular. Because as I carried him back well, through the crowd. Well, he's a cool French bulldog. Oh, yeah. As I carried yeah. him back through the crowd, adoring fans. The crowd? Oh, the crowd loved him. Absolutely. <laughs> Because as I walked, did they lose by, to the worst team? Oh yes, we're not talking about the actual <laughs> soccer team sucking. What a nightmare! Oh my god, what a disaster! Like Jesus. the Oakland A's beat them like three to one yes, or something. The like Oakland that? Uh, might have as well have been the Oakland A's. <laughs> Dave Cavill was the manager. The <laughs> Oakland Roots, who are the uh, last place in the division, beat Lights FC three to one at home. Lights actually have been pretty good at home this year. They've been awful on the road, but they've been pretty good at home. But yeah, they lost to the worst team in the division at home three to one. So now. 
I think that makes them the worst team in the division, and they are 10 points out of a playoff spot. Uh, Just a couple weeks ago, you had them in. They like, were. <laughs> they were. Wasn't a couple weeks ago they're they're not comfortably in, but they're in. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're like a month removed from them being in the last playoff spot. Now they are 10 points out, uh, uh, and they have played two more games than the fourth place. It's a tough team. overcome at this point. Yes. <laughs> Because not only are they they're 10 points behind fourth place, there's also fifth and sixth who are ahead of them as well. So they have to pass three teams and make up 10 points. That's not good. There's still, I want to say, 13-ish games left in the season. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be So this is the only time the season. dog's allowed to come to with you to games. Yes, unless I get a little vest. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon Prime. It'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> but, yes, we took we took both my dogs. Uh, we also were, were dog-sitting Mike Grimala's dog, so... Mike's dog Lucas came as well. Uh, yeah, had a fun time. He actually brought the dog he, with you. He, he yeah. was DMP'd. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say. Well, you're a nice guy. I mean, Cassie dog says she'll throw the thing in the closet and head on out. <laughs> <laughs> How did my dog do? Yeah, he did well. <laughs> <laughs> Stood in the closet the entire time. Mike's dog is much more well behaved than my dog's. That's for sure. Really? Oh. Well, oh. I mean, Mike's is. He's, I could see him being really good, and you know. Discipline to a nice way because he's such a good guy. But yeah, I could see him very. I could see his dogs very well behaved. Oh yeah, he's a great dog. Yeah. He just he just sat and watched and looked around the entire. Time. I saw a picture on the internet. Um, I saw you with your dog. That's right. And then the I saw someone uh, with a dog that might have been bigger than the stadium, and I think he was sitting in his own seat. <laughs> Did you see that one? Like some woman had this dog that was like. A thousand pounds. I'm like, was that dog in the Olympics? They should have had the dogs this this internet craze now with complete lunatics jumping on cartons. Okay, that would have been awesome if you had your poor. I mean, I don't think he would have made a step because he's a no French chance. bulldog. No chance. He but I mean, the carton off. people have lost it. Uh, okay, can we talk about the milk crates for a second? Yeah, I, here? I don't even if, know where they're getting all these yeah, milk crates. If you haven't seen it, uh, <laughs> lots of people on the internet are now trying to climb up like. They build a little pyramid yeah. of milk crates, and you got to climb up to the top and climb back down. And it's very difficult because the milk crates are not sturdy. At no, all. I, and once you get no. to the top, you're you're pretty falling. much done for. Where are these milk crates coming from? That's what I'm saying. I don't know where they what? come from. If I, you ask me right now to go find a milk crate, I guess I'd go to Smith's and try to sneak in the back, like where all the food and and, and stuff is. Where else would you find well, one? Well, I, in high school, I worked at a grocery store. That's what I'm saying. Don't you have and them in the I back? I can't even remember seeing that many milk crates at the grocery store. Like I, what did the milk come in? I, I was not in stocking or, or receiving. Okay, so well I don't that remember. might be the reason. But I've I've walked in the back. I've been back there, <laughs> but I don't ever remember seeing the, enough milk crates to build a pyramid. The only place, and you can you can uh, tweet at us. The only place I could ever think of is if you went back in, in the back of a grocery store yeah. with the milk. I have no idea where else you'd get the milk crates. <laughs> and there's like there's they're stacking like twenty of these right. things. It's yes, it's not it's not a. Have small you seen one person on Twitter do it? Yeah, the guy who was rolling a blunt while he did it. Well, that's I mean, the only one I've seen do it. Everybody else, everybody else ends up face first into the pavement. Oh, they hit the they hit the top one, and this one guy hit the pavement right with his face, and all his friends did was laugh. Yes. I'm like, that guy could be seriously injured right now. <laughs> all right, coming up next, Brett Lashbrook joins the show to answer as to why his dog Olympics were rigged. Joining us now, the owner of Las Vegas Lights FC, Brett Lashbrook. Good morning, Brett. Why was your dog Olympics rigged? First off, good morning, sports fans. Second off, this is why people don't always trust the media. I listened to your last segment. So 
much fake news. Your your version of events are very, very different from reality. I just want Jared, Ed, and all the listeners to know that. Was it fake news you lost to the worst team? <laughs> I'm just trying to go back. I'm, li- I'm trying to listen. To, I'm trying to remember the last segment. Brett, true, true or false, all three dogs that got a medal were a part of that therapy dog group. False. Absolutely false. In fact, the winner, Royal, an amazing dog who, while, while Tyler is picking up his little dog and trying to push it through a hole, this dog's jumping over the whole apparatus. It was an amazing feat by Dog Royal, which we later found out was a true blue blood. The owner, the granddaughter of the late, great Jerry Tarkanian. That's who Squash or Fido or whoever uh, Tyler's dog lost to. An amazing performance by Royal. Not to mention second place Biscuit was amazing doing all of it. Meanwhile, let's just get to the fact, Tyler. You changed the rules in the middle of the race. It yeah. was clear. What? Everyone had to keep the dog on a leash. Nobody First ever said thing that Tyler to me. does when Tyler's dog starts, he unleashes the dog. Of course. A complete violation. I think it's like a 20-second penalty right there. Oh, don't act like you were keeping the dog, time. when cheating, turns around, doesn't even go the right direction, turns around and starts sniffing the dog behind him. It was an embarrassment for the entire <laughs> Bischoff family. Listen. Was your dog sniffing dogs during the Olympics? Of course. Um, Brett, have you ever watched oh, a dog yeah, competition? You just, you, just, you just conveniently left those facts out, Tyler. That has nothing to do with completing the course. Did, have you ever watched <laughs> a dog competition and seen a dog on a leash during this competition? Absolutely not. Did you, did you ever see thousands of fans around those competitions? We're, we're still in a city facility. We have to have some, some you know, normalcy. We have to keep the dogs on a leash. Okay. It was clear. It I'm, was clear to all participants. I'm challenging you that you say these all three dogs that got medals were not a part of the same therapy group because the picture of all three dogs on the medal stand, each owner behind them is wearing the same polo with the <laughs> therapy dog logo on the polo. What are you talking about? Tyler, our judges were completely neutral. They were from countries all over the globe, and your dog had so many penalties. Uh, you know, Royal and Biscuit deserve that, and you should not disparage them and what they earned in their gold medal. Listen, I didn't say Squash deserved the gold medal. I just said Squash deserved <laughs> a medal. I did not dispute that there were other dogs better than Squash. I'm just Ed, saying. I just, want, I, just want, I just want Ed to understand that in the middle of the race when you took the leash off, and everyone had a gas. The whole crowd went a gas. Like, what is yeah, this guy yes. doing taking the dog off the leash? You know, Tyler looked like, you know, Tom Brady with a deflated football. Like, what? Well, huh? What? Is this against the rules? I mean, you don't have to convince me the guy to my left cheated. But uh, I think you I think you buried the lead and that the winner was a blue blood against all these amateur dogs. Exactly. Well, why, why did you allow that dog in the competition? Listen, it's the Olympics. It's the best dogs out there. We don't. We, you think the Olympics only take the second best athletes? No, this isn't a participation medal, Ed. Right? <laughs> These were the best dogs in Las Vegas, <laughs> and somehow, and you know, I blame myself. I pulled a few strings, got squash or fighter or whatever Tyler's dog's name is. I got him in the competition, and it was an embarrassment. My dog was a superstar in the competition. If squash had to qualify yeah. like at the Olympic trials, that thing would have been out in like two seconds. Squash was like that Olympic swimmer a couple years ago that got lapped in the pool. Yes, that almost drowned. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Listen, squash went first, and nobody lapped squash. We came across the finish line before anybody else. Which is, given it's a French bulldog, actually, that's actually a huge accomplishment given they can't move. Yeah, and considering all the dogs behind us did well, not go through the blue tube, Brett. You're talking okay. about penalties over what here. Dogs, what dogs won? Because what breeds? you were stuck in the blue 
absolute two for a good 90 seconds. They couldn't get in there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Why is that human chaos, in the tube? Man. It was pure chaos. I don't know what breed this blue blood is that won, but the other two are Labradoodles, Golden Doodles, some sort of doodle. We're second and third. I met Tyler, both of would them. you Very at least nice. admit to the people that, that Royal, the winning dog, an amazing vertical leap. An amazing yes. vertical oh, leap. Oh, yes. I never I never once said Squash deserved the gold medal. I never said he was the best dog out there. I simply said he completed every obstacle, and the majority and I, of dogs did not complete every obstacle. And I just want to point out one other thing. When we were having the official uh, medal ceremony with the Olympic song, the whole pomp and circumstance, Tyler is standing literally like 12 inches from the podium with this sad look like, when do I go? When do I get out there? It was like, Tyler, get out of the picture. Get out of the picture. You tried to like steal someone's medal? I should have been on the medal stand. What, so you, you stood mean? by it? Yeah, I was like, all right, I'm up here. I'm up Jeez, here. Next. This yeah. is getting a little crazy. Fake news, embarrassment. All right, uh, Brett, we got we got something important to announce here. So you got to send us a picture of this, or just give us one of them. We are now an official training jersey sponsor of Lights FC. That is correct. Woo! So we Look have this, the official morning talk show of the Las Vegas Lights <laughs> on our warm up and training jerseys. You know, I think this is this is like a gateway drug. I think you're going to be on the Golden Knights helmet, the Raiders practice jersey in no time. This well, is really going to open up a lot of doors uh, for you. Have you read my column? We're not going near those people. <laughs> <laughs> you out of your mind? So <laughs> the, there's a press box logo now on the sleeve of the warm-up jerseys. Uh, they, their next home game's Friday, by the way. So if you go out Friday, you'll be able to see that. But a part of this sponsorship... You are, you are going to let us, if we come up with something good and that you approve of, you're going to let us come up with like a game promotion, right? I, absolutely. I just want you to know the bar is set high. We are the most interesting team in America, according to Sports Illustrated. We've dropped money from the sky. We've got Raiders night. We have the world's largest water balloon fight. We have all kinds of promotions. If you can come up with something good, we will bonus you as part of your sponsorship with a press box in-game activation. But it's got to be good. It's okay. got to live up to our standards. So the three of us can come up with something that we want to do, but we're also going to ask our listeners. So, yeah, we have to do that because so, we're not coming up with anything. Yeah, so, so we got to ask the listeners. So if you guys <laughs> out there listening have an idea for an in-game promotion, you can tweet at us, ESPN Las mm -hmm. Vegas on Twitter. Or I'm Bischoff underscore Tyler. He's at Grainy mm -hmm. on Twitter. Email it to us. We got emails out there, or you can call us too and, and leave a voicemail for us. We'll give you that number too. But if you have an idea for an in-game promotion, let us know. It might get used. If we use yours, I'll tell you this. If we use yours, we'll give you a press box T-shirt, too, if you come yes. up with a good one. we got a stack of those babies right. ready to give out. we got about seven. Yeah, we got seven um, left. Because, Brett, here was, here was what I wanted to do. You remember those uh, big blow-up balls that you can run in? Yeah, of course. I want to, like, be in one of those and have people try to knock me over. I think we can do better, Tyler. I do I'm too. Just, I, I just don't think but we I, can take the first. It's not. Idea. That's not a horrible start, though. But like, I yeah, I just want to be running. It's in not those a horrible start. Trying to knock people over or get knocked over. Because that's and always. If you put fun. that dog in there with him, it'd be tougher to knock him over because those English bulldogs are a little heavy on the bottom. 
you, you know, Ed, uh, the, the best idea that I've heard so far from Tyler is let's do the long snapper Olympics. If you can ever get the Raiders long snapper on the radio, right? Wow. we can invite him to come out and do the long <laughs> snapper Olympics. Then you get better let's get back what, to the giant balls. Get... He can shoot between his legs, right, and knock <laughs> over, you know, 10, 20, 30 yards behind. Let's do a little yeah. accuracy test. Then you better get back to the giant balls and hit knocking him over because we're not getting that guy on the radio. We've been trying for three years with that guy. I, actually, I think they've had four sna- long snappers since then, so we don't even know who we're calling about anymore. And this defeatist attitude is not who we want in our partnerships. Okay. Again, have you read the? Again, the have snapper. you read the column? <laughs> Would you settle for high school long snappers across the yes. valley? Absolutely. I'd like to do an, you know a name, image, and likeness with the UNLV long snapper. I think we can get really creative here. There you go. Yeah, we're gonna give him a bunch of money. I don't know who it is. Why would you go with the kicker? Like, no, the long snapper. No, okay, no, I, I'm just snapper. saying. If you're going, I listen to the show, Jared. The, Jared, the long snapper for UNLV is the one snapping on a moving truck. I got it. Yeah, I know. Hit the target. Well, and he's probably the least. I mean, no offense. I have no who, idea who he is, but wouldn't he be the least name, image, image, and likeness guy to get some money so far? The least? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it'd be the most for UNLV. They haven't had anybody yet, have they? I don't so think they've go. had anybody. I think, I think we're narrowing down the list. All I right. think the bar has been Their set. Their four-string the quarterback, Martell, might get something. Hey, Martell. So, there you go. If you have an idea for an in-game promotion for a Lights FC game, let us know. We might end up using it. You can win a press box T-shirt and help us out there. Um, all right, Brett, I still, I'm still calling you a liar about these dogs not being therapy dogs because I'm looking at the pictures. Now, they all have a therapy all right, behind let's, 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 get, let's put the past in the past. Let's focus on the future. Friday night, Raiders night. Raiderettes, Raiders Russia, Raider Legends, light playing in silver black jerseys. Come one, come all. Tickets start at $10. Friday night. Raiders night. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for setting the record straight. I absolutely knew he cheated. Thank you, Ed. Oh, I knew yeah. you were a well, of course he cheated. for a reason. Of course he I'm cheated. I'm wearing an Astros jersey right now. <laughs> of course I cheated. <laughs> Thanks, Brett. We, we appreciate it. Thank you, Brett. <sighs> what a shock. You're the only human going through that weird blue uh, oh, lung. Uh, what, do you th- what do you think the other do- dog owners made of you? Like, why is this guy standing next to a metal stand? His dog didn't do anything? Maybe. I don't know. Did you know it? You didn't know any of these people? No. Did I, the one? No. I bet the I met the two doodles that finished second and third. They were nice. I like doodles. Very cute. But my dog completed the whole obstacle course. You they have didn't. a picture where all three people have have service dog shirts on. I'm look. Yes, they posted it because I I met them because again this thing was so set up. Yes, I met them because I finished first. Which just because I started first, we just went in order. But I finished first, and I had to go sit and watch everybody else. And these two doodles came over, and their owners had the little therapy dog logo on their polo shirts and then yeah i'm looking at the metal stand right now with all three dogs and the owners behind them all wearing the same shirt it was set up yeah brett come on here telling me i'm a liar yeah i took him off the leash because have you ever seen a dog competition where no. they're on the leash westminster the handler is is with them leading them through exactly all uh, right thought, they don't have do they yes. have, the, no, they have yeah, a leash they have a lead they do have a leash they do have a leash to them. Oh, is, they run next to them best is, in show great movie watch it that is not an obstacle course little drive that is a dog show <laughs> We are talking about. Oh yeah, Westminster's a dog show. Do have leashes? Dogs performing athletic feats. They do not have leashes. Of course not. No. That'd be stupid. I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. So of course he wasn't on a leash. He's also a French bulldog. He can't get away from me. He can't run. No, he can't barely yeah, his move. His hips are his hips. Barely are have, the hips are not. Evolution good. was not kind to that no, dog. No. There was like these other dogs. They could run away from their owners because they're actually fast. So keep them on a leash. Technically, that wasn't even evolution. That was humans being like, what if we breed them? So much that their hips no longer. You want to know how I actually cheated? Brett doesn't even know how I actually cheated. I had in my pocket a bunch of little treats 
and would hold it out in front of him to get him to chase me. Dear God. That's how I got him through everything. We got to get you on other things. This is a, this is crazy. Now you're cheating a, cheating a weird dog contest. Just stuff? wait till you find out how much I sold a fake chicken for. Coming up next. <laughs> for now, I'm be a radio broadcaster. Right? Jim, <laughs> to be honest with you, I just don't I just don't have the urge to play right now. I don't know how I feel in September, October, November, moving forward, but I just don't have the urge. And, you know, I think I have to be respectful of that. Football is not one of those games you want to walk out there and play and not be fully engaged and ready to prepare and do the things necessary that you need to do. We're back to the press box with Grady and Bischoff. We already have one great idea. Thanks to Christopher Boyd on Twitter. Again, we are doing a sponsorship with Lights FC. And a part of our sponsorship, we get to come up with a promotion, a game day promotion for Lights FC. Uh, Christopher Boyd said, there's one absolutely easy, 100% best in-game promotion. VGK general manager, Dunk Tank. George McPhee junk tank. <laughs> it, it would not work. It would not work for the simple reason, as I told you during the break, no one else could do it. I would be in line all night. The wife would not would not allow that kind you think of money. You're beating the flurry fans. Is it George McPhee? If it's George McPhee, I'm destroying them. No, no. You think you're beating them just to get the tickets to do it? I would hope I'd have an advantage uh, being here at the station, and it's our promotion, <laughs> so there'd be none left available, and yeah, I would no. spend our life savings and and. Uh, the rest of my daughter's college fund, and you'd never see anyone but throwing balls but me. My arm, I would throw the arm out. It would be, you'd have, the, you'd have to ice pack at the end because I just would throw so many. Now, I doubt George McPhee would agree to go to a dunk tank at a Lights FC game, but I am absolutely on board for a dunk tank. Like, I'll go sit in the dunk tank. Yeah, it's a dunk Come tank. Dunk me. Fun, we yeah. got to line up other semi-famous people that people would want to dunk. That would be fun. That are that more famous fun. than me. I can't be the headlining guy that gets dunked. We got to put other guys in there that get dunked. That would be fun. Who do we know? I don't know. We don't know him, but like the long get, snapper, get Bill Lambeer in there. That'd be fun. He might do it. He wouldn't even go head. He wouldn't even be fully submerged in the dunk. No, tank. exactly. He'd be like up to, to his waist. He's literally <laughs> he would jump down. He'd have some swim trunks on and the t-shirt and the t-shirt would never get wet. It would just be the, just be the swim trunks. Um, it's a good idea. I, mean, I, it's I like it's a good tank. start. It's and, definitely a good and start. Listen, I'll tell I'll tell Brett Lashbrook this: you charge people like two dollars to throw a ball, he'll make money off of it. Absolutely, that's his favorite yeah. kind of promotion. Absolutely. So, I don't know where the hell you get a dunk tank or how much they cost, but I oh, like I, I mean, like this idea. Uh, I think it's a good start. Give me. Give me hundred bucks and send me to Home Depot. I'll get you. <laughs> I a dunk do not tank. trust you building a dunk tank. We Absolutely could, you know not. who could do it for us? Probably is Starkus. He built all those scaffolding things. I'm sure he could do it. He take. just bought the scaffolding and unfolded I, it. I think he could do it. Oh, he could do it more than any of the, any people sitting in the studio right now. I tell you that. How about okay? Instead of a dunk, I'm tank, handy. Damn it! We just get like the 20 milk crates. You sit on top of the milk crate, throw people a softball, throw and if it takes a milk crate out, yeah. Oh, or you oh. just do the milk crates, and you have to do the milk crate challenge. Quit teasing me with possibilities of GM GM sitting on top of those crates. <laughs> Quit teasing me. That's a liability though, because everybody who climbs up those milk crates goes face first, and they'll be well. We'll have people leaving Lights FC games in an ambulance. Ugh. So, that, again, if you guys have ideas for a game promotion for a Lights FC game, they do lots of stuff. They drop money from a helicopter. They have water balloon fights on the field, anything like that. Let us know, and we might actually be able to get it done, yeah. and we'll give you a press box T-shirt if Don't it let the stupidity of the idea be a barrier for you to play. Oh, let absolutely us not. The stupidest idea you can come up with. The more It'll damage you could do to the pitch, the better. <laughs> 
it's already ruined, so it's fine. <laughs> so yes, let us know on Twitter or email us or Jared. What's our what's our voicemail line? The voicemail line is 702-720-4678. All right. Leave a, leave a message. You're going to get a voicemail. That's not live. But leave a message there if you have an idea, if you want to call us, if you think, you know, I need to explain this with my words. But that's what we're doing with Lights FC. We get to come up with the promotion. So give us your ideas. Let us come up with something good. We'll give you a press box T-shirt. We'll find a way to get you into the game, too, if you want to come see your promotion we'll happen. find a way to get yeah, you into the game. Sneak you in, you know. It'll be good. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> the first seven callers get a press box T-shirt. Number eight, you're screwed. We don't have eight. <laughs> you're out of luck. We're down to seven. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take callers one through seven. If you can't get in, you have no chance at the T-shirt. So that's what we're doing. I guarantee be a lot of somebody is going to call. Like, <laughs> right now, yeah, Jared's yeah. lines are going to light up. <laughs> we didn't say so now, <laughs> damn it. We said in a little while. So that is our that is what we're looking for from you. Some good ideas. The dunk tank is a great start. I love the idea of a dunk tank. I love sitting in a dunk tank and people making me get soaked in the water. So let's do the dunk tank. Yeah, Brett Lashbrook says he's all for it if there's a good dunky. So we've got to, if we do the dunk tank, we've got to find somebody good to put in the dunk tank. Somebody that people will want to dunk. I don't know who that person is. Have we, I mean, do we need to go beyond McPhee? I think you hit it on the head. But we're not going to get McPhee. George McPhee's not going to say, yeah. What can we give McPhee? What can we guarantee other than a Stanley Cup? What can we guarantee McPhee to do it though? Cap space? (laughs) We don't have that ability. Yeah, we can provide We we don't have that ability. Does he want a press box (laughs) t-shirt? Got I don't it. think we have anything to offer him that he wants. Well, yeah, unless he wants to buy a jersey of his own team, it costs too much. 